Hi guys, uh, this is Mr. Maloney, and I'm recording this for 21st Century Skills. Um, this week's assignment is all about um, self-help, coping, uh, especially during the time of COVID-19, and um, also for the skill of developing ways to handle stress either this week or five years from now. So I want to start off with this idea of hope. You know, um, hope, it can be defined as a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain outcome. And it is a a vital part of our life as a turning point in any kind of circumstance. And there's this movie I like to watch um, every once in a while, Shawshank Redemption. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's about a man who is um, sent to prison and... um, it's his time dealing in prison for a crime he may or may not have committed. And the whole theme in Shawshank Redemption is hope. And so this one character, Andy, he's the good. Um, he Maybe hope is maybe the best of things and no good thing ever dies. Or as another man, um, Red, he struggles with hope. He sees it as something unattainable and can kind of go, go um, crazy over it. And we're not developing or we're not talking about the two types of hope, but we are going to talk about the positive, the good thing, the thing that keeps you going. And in this um, moment in time, we do need things to help us keep going. So as you're looking at the uh, create a toolbox for care, I want you to understand that you're going to create some kind of toolbox that represents different ways in which you can take care of yourself and others um, during any stressful time, including this pandemic. So the whole idea is at the end of this assignment, you're going to be able to kind of construct or put together physical items that you would put in as your tools for helping you cope. Think of five just items. So for example, you know, um, I, I would always look at buying sneakers, running sneakers as a way to kind of help me, uh, run. Um, and running, I felt it was a good way of dealing with some kinds of, some kind of stress. I wouldn't listen to music. I, I would just listen to my own breathing. I would watch as the, as the road goes underneath my feet and just start to think, even though I'm pushing myself, um, to run a mile or maybe two miles, I would always think, think about something else. Think, think about, what might be bothering me or think about ways to solve it. And that would be one tool in which I would use to uh, help me uh, cope with any kind of stressful um, situation. So what I want you guys to do is to come up with five items that also help you out. So as you're looking through the, uh, the notes, the first thing is this idea of concept of universe of obligation. And the idea behind that is there are um, there are ways in which we help ourselves and how we help other people. And so, um, you know, there were two people who, back in the 1800s, there was this uh, sociologist, and he felt that, you know, um, the first thing you got to do is help yourself. And, um, you know, this guy had stated, um, you know, individuals 
who often define those who uh, whom they feel responsible. Um, this is guy David Hume. You know, our sense of empathy diminishes as we move outward from members of our family to our neighbors and our society in the world. And traditionally, our sense of involvement with the fate of others have been inverse proportion to the distance separating us and them, which is kind of like, I don't really buy that. It's more about, you know, I, I like this other idea by Chuck Collins. And in the 1980s, he had a different take, right? Um, he basically said like, hey, you know, if I won the lottery and I had, you know, a million dollars, you know, I would make sure um, that I would take care of my immediate family. He, he, you know, he felt uh, we respond to our immediate family, but once they're okay, we need to expand that circle. A larger sense of family is a radical idea, but we get into trouble as a society when we don't see that we're in the same boat. So what Collins was saying about 100 years after, um, you know, Hume and, um, and others from, you know, believe it or not, the Enlightened period. In 1980, Collins is basically saying like, hey, what's, what's, you know, make sure we can take care of ourselves, but let's expand it. So this is whole universe of obligation. And the first thing you think about when you look at the slide, I have the universe of obligation. First thing you want to do is, you know, put down your own name. That's who you're obligated to first, right? Um, yourself. And then in text box two, you expand it to the people you have the greatest obligation. So that could be your best friends. That could be your parents, your siblings, your grandparents, guardians, people who, uh, for whom you're willing to take a great risk or put yourself in peril, you know, for. Um, you don't need to put their names. You could just say brother, sister, grandparent, you know, best friend. And then you look at box three and it says, who are the people at the next level? There are some obligations to these people, but they're not going to be as great as two. So maybe you have a coach. Maybe you there's a teacher. Maybe there's a librarian. I'm not sure. But as it goes to expand to number four, these are people whom you have some obligation, but definitely not as great as in three or two or one. So in box number two, or box number four, I should say, it could be, you know, it could be your uh, your nurse, your firefighter. Um, you know, maybe it could even go far as the, the kid that you see in the refugee camp. Um, and that's your universe of obligation. And this isn't meant to be like a negative thing. It's more about like giving you an idea of how far uh, out we need to kind of help each other and how far... Um, we are connected, you know, even though you want to watch out for yourself first. In other words, if you're feeling stressed, if there's something bothering you, take care of that. And then who are you willing to risk everything for? Even in some cases, like, you know, um, you, maybe not your life, but you're like, you're willing to give up, sacrifice everything. That's in number two. And number three and four diminish as it goes further. So once you figure that out, this will help you understand um, the whole idea of this toolbox. So the idea is what is a toolbox for care? So you want to think, you know, what kind of things do you find in your, in a, in a toolbox? That's a general toolbox, right? You're going to type that in and then how can each tool help you fix something or make it stronger? So a toolbox helps repair. It helps, um, 
fortify something. A toolbox can help you create. You know, you cut, you glue, you you、uh, you nail things, you screw things, you、uh, glue things.、Um, you know, you tape over.、Um, these are tools. So, in the first slide, activity number one, what are some things that you do find in the actual toolbox, and how could each tool help fix something or make it stronger? So, you want to look at and think of an actual toolbox. So,、um, the Big picture toolbox. In this case, for your care toolboxes, you can come up with a design or decoration. You can get an old cardboard box. You can get a bag,、um, you know, plastic bag, paper bag, you know, Gucci bag. It could be、uh, a tissue box that you have left discarded that you haven't put in a recycle bin. And what you're going to come up with.、Um, Your each tool is going to be is going to be a symbolic representation of an action you can take, a habit you can develop, or an example you can remember to help you take care of yourself and others. So I just told you about I get running sneakers、uh, about once a year, and that's going to help me exercise. So that would be an example of one item in my toolbox. So you can find different tools. You know, it could be a symbolic, could be a, a collage image, could be a poem or a favorite quotation,、um, or it could you know just be anything that you find around in the house. Next thing I want you to do is I want you to read、um, two two different articles. One is eight acts of kindness,、uh, stories of good deeds during the pandemic, and the other thing is instructions for not giving up. It's a guide for coping with the coronavirus pandemic. And again, that doubles back into hope. Part of, you know, keeping hope alive is never giving up, building up that resiliency, and that's so important for now and、uh, for the future. So you're going to read those articles, and activity number two, you're going to basically give examples and、um, of what people did and how people are taking care of others.、Um, and so for activity number two. You know what tools, value, habits, of mind, and knowledge do you feel you need in order to take care of yourself, the people near you, and a wider community? So again, these aren't like it's not a physical hammer or a physical saw. You got to think of other kind of tools. As you go into from activity two to activity three, you're going to build your toolbox, okay? And there's some questions that you want to kind of answer as you are building, quote unquote, this toolbox. So, what will I have in my toolbox that will help me do small acts of goodness on a daily basis? What will I have in my toolbox that will help me turn those small acts into something bigger and more impactful? What will I have in my toolbox that will help me choose kindness over indifference, especially during difficult times? What will I have in my toolbox that will help me take care of myself? And what will I have in my toolbox that will help me build connections with other people? So, again, these are symbolic tools. You know, and when we hear something about more impactful or small acts into something bigger, we're not looking to change worldwide、um, universal laws. What we're talking about is how does helping someone else make an impact in their life. You know, again, go back to that sphere of influence or the universal of obligation. Like in the number two and number three, what are some small acts that will help? People in number two and number three and maybe number four, okay.、Um, 
And this kindness over indifference, it's basically saying like, you know, you want to be kind. We all want to be kind. And indifference is the enemy of being kind. If you're indifferent, it means you don't care. It doesn't mean you're mean. It just just like you don't really want to be bothered. And that's a dangerous thing if a lot of people feel indifferent. Um, you know, you can be indifferent between DC comic movies and, and, and Marvel movies. That's fine. But you shouldn't be indifferent over items uh, or over with people in the number two and number three uh, spheres of your life, you know, especially as it gets harder. This is a very difficult time, obviously, um, but you need to kind of recognize, hey, this is a difficult time. I need to really be kind and strive for that symbol of hope. Okay, so when you put your tools together, you're going to write an explanation. Try to make it a paragraph or two, and you could put that in the activity four slide. Um, and if you want more room, you can, you know, open up a Google Doc. I do want you to add in a photo, and then hopefully I can collect those photos. And then um, for activity four, we can have a separate, you know, as you can see in activity four, the reflect of which tools are most important, which tools seem more accessible, which tools seem out of reach, and if there are any tools you'd like to add to your toolbox. Um, you know, you can answer those questions, and you can also wait when I get enough pictures from everyone. We can have a, a discussion the following week. So this whole activity it is not to kind of remind you of what's going on today. It's more about mental uh, wellness, uh, mental health, and building up tools to help you cope um, during this time and in the future. Um, you know, when I was in college, I had a real stressful moment in my life. Um, it was a new environment. I had to make new friends. My parents were um, going through a, a tough time. I was going through a tough time and I didn't know how to cope. I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, and so again, 21st century skills is, no, is also known as Maloney Screw Up 101. I don't want you to make the same mistakes I did. So I want you to use this activity as a way to help you down the road. The last slide that I have is just a simple video that I found to be very uplifting in these stressful times. It will be on slide 15. All you got to do is watch it. You don't have to answer anything back. So this assignment will be due, you know, um, this weekend coming up. This will go into term four. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.